You are listening to Legacy Moments, where we have authentic conversations about life, business, and so much more. I am your host, Dr. Patrice Berry, and I am joined by my co-host and mom, Johnny Lloyd. Together, we combine my years of psychological training with her years of business and life experience to add value to your day. Today, really excited to talk about preparing for the holidays, how to enjoy the holidays without breaking the bank. And we may even get into some conversation about how to enjoy the holidays with everything that's currently going on. And so making sure that you're setting boundaries that work for you and your family and maybe letting go of some of the expectations and things that other people may have of you. And I think that ties to your finances and also to, do you decide to try, like it it can tie into a lot of different things. And so? So it ties into your emotional well-being, your financial well-being, your spiritual well-being, and your physical well-being, right? So all of those things are connected, especially during the season. I'm not sure, Patrice, if we can actually talk about uh, the holidays without considering the fact that we're in the season and the time and we're dealing with some of the crisis that we're dealing with, right? Um, For an example, when you listen to the media, whether it be TV or any other form, they're telling you that there's lack, lack in everything. Like if you don't hurry up and buy toilet paper, if you don't hurry up and buy what, you know, uh, paper towels, and or if you don't hurry up and buy this gift that you're looking at for your child, then they're not going to get it. So buy it now. They've even started what they call fall into Christmas. You know why? <laughs> because they're trying to get your money and stuff in advance. And so this is the deal. We all have to establish what's right for us. That's the key for today, to establish in advance what is good for you as a person, what's good for your family, whatever family units that connect with, and then what you can say yes to in advance and what you have already determined to say no to. And I think that this relates to being in a crisis and not finding the toy that you want in no way relates. Like that's not a major crisis, but I think preparing kids and teens and family to know like, Hey, I'm going to do my best. And if I place the order, because maybe my budget says I'm, I'm going to purchase gifts around November, December timeframe. I don't really have it in my budget right now to spend it in October. If your budget allows it, I would go on ahead and do it because prices may go up, but, but my budget is going to be my budget. So if I allocate $20 per person or $25 per person, whatever I allocate, I'm going to find a gift within that range. And so I think making sure that you're staying true to your values, to your budget, and not trying to compare to what somebody else is doing. Because I know there are people that go into debt every Christmas and then spend all year getting out of debt and then go right back into debt. And so this podcast is called Legacy Moments, and it's about building that legacy now. I would much rather, so I have a four-year-old 
And I could hide some of his toys. Trust me. And just give him some boxes to unwrap. And he and maybe buy like a few things from Dollar Tree or Target. And he would be ecstatic because this is probably one of the first Christmases that he's going to remember. Now, if you have older kids, I do think letting people know like, hey, you know, our budget is going to be a little bit tighter this Christmas. Here's going to be the range, the price range when you're picking, picking your gift. If you're okay with something used or finding it on eBay or, but I think being creative with things and finally remembering that the holidays, it's really not about what people are getting. It's really about the spending time together and enjoying the true meaning of like of the holidays. And then the thing I would say is that uh, what I have done in the past is I've I'm going to call it a family meeting. You can call it whatever you want to call it. But I call it a family meeting where you bring people to the table and you say, hey, this is the overall family. What we're going to do for the budget, like Patrice said, right? What our spending plan for the holidays. And it's based on these things. And this is how much has been allocated or we're going to provide to every child, whatever. Or even to a spouse or to whatever. So we have in our family, which I love, is, is seven of us, number one, plus, plus, plus. <laughs> so what we did is we got on a site and we put all our gifts and everybody got a... a per- so we're going to do Secret Santa. Yeah, it was cute. It was really cool. It was really good. And what happened is it took the pressure off of buying for everybody. And to be honest with you, sometimes in the past, we haven't bought gifts like that. I didn't send stuff out like that. I sent cards, <laughs> I sent pictures, but I didn't send gifts. But this year, last year, we took it up to another level and did Secret Santa. And then we opened the gifts on Zoom. And we did that and we laughed and we talked and we had a great time. So take the pressure off you. Redefine or reframe is what I'm going to say. Reframe what Christmas or the holidays is for you and your family. Now, going back to what I was saying earlier about is saying this is how much is allocated to you. The key with that is, let's say it's $200 or $100. Then give them the opportunity to spend that money because especially if you're not dealing with young children, they normally know that you're the person giving the money. <laughs> so give them that opportunity and say, hey, this is your this is your allocation. What would you like to do with your allocation? And then if you want to give them an opportunity to create more money, then give them an opportunity to do something and get, uh, whether it be additional resources in the house, cut somebody's grass, rake their leaves, they get a chance to build. So this is an amazing training moment for them to help someone else while they help themselves get what they desire. So this is not about lack. This is about reframing what you're doing to your bottom line and starting this year, coming year, ending the year strong and starting the new year off strong. And what that is, is that's having a growth mindset. This mindset where I say, okay, instead of looking at what I don't have, I look at what I do have. Instead of saying, this is what I can't do, I focus on what I can do. And I can still grieve because this isn't toxic positivity. This isn't saying that everything is great and you know everything is gonna be perfect. No, like the, you, I think you have to grieve it. I have to grieve, so I'm likely not going, it's gonna be another 
holiday season that I might not get to see some of my out-of-state family face-to-face. Um, I haven't seen my dad, my siblings, my uh, my nieces and nephews. I, I, I haven't seen them in a few years now because of COVID. And, and just us, and I think every family decides what, what they can do. And for us, doing online meetings, that was that was more than enough. Um, and we've actually kind of gotten closer okay. online. <laughs> because now, like for my mom's side of the family, we do a monthly, no, we do a weekly. Every once a week, we do a Zoom meet where we catch up. And and I think being able to, to step back and say, this is what I can do, that helps your brain find solutions and problem solve. And I think it's good for kids to see that as well, that it's like, okay, things aren't always going to go the way you want. You're not always going to win. So I'm, I'm a therapist and I work with kids and teens. And when we play a game, I win sometimes, like if I can, like I, I, I win sometimes. And then depending on, on the kids, sometimes I do let a, a client win like a time or two, but, but I am also going to give you that the experience of, of losing and enjoying the game, because I think it's really important that people know I'm not always going to be on top and how do I manage it? How do I manage my emotions when I'm not winning, when I'm not getting everything I want? Let me tell you one of the most amazing gifts that you can give to other people, in my opinion. In my opinion, yes. That's what I said. You know, I want this time. Time. That's the element that nobody gets back. You know, when you give somebody your time, it is such a powerful thing. So one of the things, especially if you have um, teenagers or middle schoolers or whatever, if you can make things or create something where they can give it to somebody else, I think that's amazing. So they're not just thinking about what they're giving, getting, that they're thinking about what they're giving. And it could be something where you can still be safe, whether it be take it to uh, a senior citizen's home or take it to someone that in the community. Or even their, their friends. And their friends, you know, just have a good time with it. And so this is the key. If you're already thinking about, oh my gosh, this is not going to go well. Shift your mindset right now because it can go well. It's about a decision and you define how well it can go. And I think it's redefining what well. Reframing. So it's, mm-hmm. it, it's not going to look how it looked three years ago. It's not. It's most likely not. But in a, if I could, in a way, that may be good. <laughs> I mean, can we just talk about can we just be real for a minute? It may be good that it don't look like it looked like three years ago. I mean, I'm just, I'm not talking for everybody. I'm just talking to the general. If you spent three times what you should have spent three years ago, maybe it shouldn't look like that. Okay? Maybe if all it was is about giving to the people or, or buying gifts and handing it out and being overwhelmed by all of the holiday and all of that, maybe it shouldn't look like that. Another thing, and I'm going to let you jump back in. One of the things we do, we did a few years ago. Well, Patrice helped me do it. She was kind of interesting once she found out what I did. She started going to her family to to be with her dad for Thanksgiving. So I stopped cooking on Thanksgiving. And she was like, whoa, whoa, what just happened? What just happened? (laughs) Because that was probably 15 years ago or so. 
at no, it was probably like twelve. Yeah, about, even up fifteen. I don't think it's been fifteen. Maybe like, but she's cooked one Thanksgiving, and and like I I begged. I think I pleaded, Mama, please. Can I tell you how much joy that brings me? Can I tell you the revelation that came from that? Can I tell you the cost savings that came from that? Can I tell you what happened with my life during that time? I found somewhere else to go. <laughs> But let me, but, and I'm saying that and we're, and I'm laughing about it and we're laughing about it. However, last year, let's talk about last year. Last year we couldn't be together. So this is what I did. At first I was in denial about cooking. I said it on the family call. Somebody, I'm not pointing at no fingers at nobody, but it's Dr. Somebody. <laughs> Dr. B, oh, it's okay. Dr. Somebody. So anyway. But what she did is she pouted. I, I mean, she she I went into. It was into, Christmas. I don't. It, think, was Christmas. it was Christmas. It was Christmas. I said I'm not cooking. I said there's no purpose. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing this anymore. But I'm telling you, this person went to a two year old. She was worse than Langston, <laughs> her son. Anyway, so my point for saying that is this: is sometimes you do things, be, you have to still do it because it brings you joy. When I saw her her face, I recalibrated why I wasn't going to do it. And so I was doing it, I was saying I wasn't going to do it because I was actually grieving. I was grieving because I wanted to do it my way. I do a throw down, snap up. I'm telling you three or four meats. I mean, there's there's so much food in here. We can invite every neighbor in every block. You know what I'm saying? So, but that's, that was the joy I got. So then I had to recalibrate and say, okay, why aren't you doing it? And then, so I had to redefine the joy. So I ended up better than ever. I, because I wasn't doing it for just one day, I, and when I say that I was, you know, preparing for Christmas day, I ended up do, starting cooking earlier. I had everybody, her food in containers by the time she left work on Friday. She swung by, got my, you know, happy, you know, joy, joy, and got a chance to see all, you know, everybody, you know, just got to, you know, and then packed them up. They had enough food for a while, but I still got the joy of doing it. So this is what I'm going to say. Look at what gives you joy during this season. Don't give up on that thing. You may have to scale it a little bit different. You may have to redo something. But remember what gives you joy. Because this year, I'm going to throw down again. I love to cook. And I'm telling you, I put me on some music and I had a ball. And so that's what you have to do. What gives you joy? And then, of course, giving to them and uh, was amazing. And uh, because I need to get rid of some of that food because I really still cook a lot. <laughs> I'm just saying. But I, I like that you talked about finding what does give you joy mm-hmm. and what can you do, even if it does look a little different, because we didn't all sit down together. No. Since we're since we're vaccinated, we, we will likely sit down together for for a meal this year, but it's not going to be everybody still, right. most likely. It all depends on when the vaccine for four and under, but, um, being able to step back and focus on what's really important and not trying to protect your kids from ever being sad because they're, they're going to be disappointed. They're not going to be happy. 
they might want to do something or family might not be happy with you. If you're one good, if you're one that's, that's deciding, you know, like just the numbers and if you're one where the numbers in this particular area, you're not comfortable with them and you decide not to travel, or if you decide to travel and maybe some family are looking at you like, I think let's respect one another's decisions. Please where there's there's no judgment. Each person is gonna make the decisions that work best for them and their family. I just encourage people to do it safely mm-hmm. where they maybe do some testing before they go and maybe do some testing when they when they when they come back um, just for protecting themselves, and you others. know the people that they're that they're going to see mm-hmm. because um, I do think, I wish that that was stronger in the midst of this pandemic. I was really hoping that we would see that it that we're not it's not about us and that it really is if I can do something that 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 helps my mom. So that was one of the hardest things. You all see us together, you all see our relationship. Well, when things shut down in March, we did not see each other face to face until wow. I think it was like October, November. October, November. And for us, I mean, let's talk about for me. For me, it was like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Because not only did I not get, I didn't get a chance to see her, I didn't get a chance to see my grand, I didn't get a chance to see anybody. However, I was doing, I said, I'm doing this to ensure I can see them forever. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's not because I have... Uh, prior situations or anything like that. I'm very healthy, but that wasn't the point. It was for everybody. But let me say this. We started doubling up on stuff we were doing. Can I tell you? I mean, we were doing the stuff and I got a chance to see my grand. He would be on the Zoom. Zoom and stuff. So you have to step it up, step it up. And, and, and it's like Patrice said earlier, it's okay to grieve. However, don't stay there. Find out what works for you and move forward because it's about you being in control of your next step in respect because this is the deal. We even have some stuff that's going on next year and out of respect, there are some shifts and changes that need to happen. And so we are being more conscious because we don't want to exclude anybody. So this is the deal. As you move forward, keep people first. Can I just tell, I mean, the most important thing is time. And when some we lose someone, um, whether it be their health or whatever, or them naturally, that is a huge loss to us as a person, as a community. And then the other thing is people are what, at least for me, and I hope for you, people are what matters. And so I will do whatever it takes. Like when I went to Mexico, you know, I made my choice. I went to Mexico. I had an amazing time in Mexico. We haven't talked about that, but I had an amazing time in Mexico. However, when I came back, I went on, what'd you call it? Quarantine. Quarantine, self-quarantine. I had to get a test before I got back on the plane. So I knew I was okay, right? I knew I was okay. However, I had self-quarantine. And then after that, I ended up getting a test again, like four days later, just to make sure, because I had to get on plane with people. (laughs) 
So there, there was something in between there that I had to work out. So, and it's just for the safety of others. Because the last thing you want to do for somebody you love is say, oops, I didn't know. Yeah. That's, that, that's not good. So anyway. And um, I also want to make a special note for people that are going to be grieving this holiday. Oh, yeah. Because a lot of us have lost people during this time. So be, be kind to yourself. There is no time limit on grief. Thank you. Say that again, please. There is no time limit on grief. Now, can I say it one more time? There is absolutely no time limit on grief. You do not get a chance to tell me how to grieve, how long to grieve, or what it means to me to grieve. You don't get a chance to, to because of somebody else's discomfort, to move me forward to make you comfortable. That is Listen to me, that is not healthy for you or others. And I like that you mentioned that because often when somebody is trying to rush you through you, through your process, it's really about their emotion. It's not really in your best interest. Now, if you're not showering, you're not eating, you are having clinical depression because grief can sometimes morph into more. So that is when you check in with your medical professionals, you check in with a therapist. That is different than me just crying every now and then. Me just struggling to go back to the same places that um, bring bring back memories with, with, with that person. Um, I, growing up, I didn't really understand grief this way until I ended up having a loss within my own family that once again, I'm sure I've mentioned it here before, I will grieve forever. And um, and nobody gets to, to, to tell me how to grieve or, um, and for me, grief is about love. Mm-hmm. It is about the love that 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 I have for the individuals that are that I'm no longer physically connected with, and um, and that I continue to to experience them. Um, and so this is this is my own belief. You don't have to believe this, but that I I continue to have moments where I'm reminded of them and I and I experience them. And then there are also times when that memory brings a little bit of sadness. And I but that sadness is my love for them. That is my, um, my that 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 emotion for them. And so anybody, especially the first year, I don't know that we always warn people. The first year is all of the first, and it's typically the absolute hardest if you are actually going through. And it is best to feel those feelings safely than to hold them back. And then five, 10 years later, all of a sudden, all of that grief just kind of comes out. And and people are really confused when that happens because they're like, wait a minute, wasn't you seemed okay for these last five years and now you're not. Like, Like, I feel like sometimes people are a little bit more understanding when it's around when it's within that. So just grieve at, at your own pace. Um, yes, go ahead. Yeah, the, the thing about this, and people may say, well, why did we get to grief in the middle of this? The holiday. It's about the holiday. The holiday when everybody else is jumping up and down and everybody's happy. Sometimes it triggers us in such a way that it, it brings up feelings. Uh, and, and feelings are, are not good or bad. I've been trained. Feelings are not good or bad. Feelings are feelings. Emotions are emotions. So that's the reason we're dealing with it. Because in the middle of all of that, some people may 
be triggered and it may trigger you to go out and spend money. Hello. Go ahead. Me and Amazon. So like if I'm sad, I can't meet because I will meet. (laughs) If I'm sad, (laughs) if I'm afraid. (laughs) Ooh, Amazon for any emotion. (laughs) Happy. (laughs) Got money. (laughs) Whatever. Amazon. However, this is the thing. I have a take back annoying. So anyway, so, but on a series, I do have a take back. I will return return anything, especially if it doesn't work. I mean, if it doesn't work for me or it doesn't come out like I want. But this is the deal I'll tell you is that exercise can also give you that feeling or give you that. uh, Is it endorphin? You're just not going to want to. And so that's what because it's a lot easier to go on Amazon than to go to the gym. But the gym is probably it's it's not going to cost you. Yeah. And even if you just go for a walk, so it doesn't have to be like, I could just go for a walk around my my neighborhood, connecting with people physically. So, um, I, when I'm able to connect with family, connect with friends, um, I might not feel like doing it because sometimes, um, when you're in some of those lower moments, when I am just kind of feeling like isolating, sometimes doing that isolation just makes you feel worse. Right. And so sometimes it's called opposite action within dialectical behavior therapy. It's a skill where you do, because you don't wait until you feel like it. Cause you will, 99% of people will never feel like going to the gym. And those other people, like, those are no problem. Like, okay, you woke up and you wanted, I will never want to go to the gym. I do want the results, but I do not want to go. And for me, the results are that um, I'm I'm physically uh, more more in shape so I can chase after a very active four-year-old. And and so being able to, um, to watch for emotional eating watch for substance use and abuse during this time. Um, because so my, my rule for, for drinking is if I'm not okay, I don't drink. <laughs> that is if I, I don't, I don't drink when I'm stressed. I don't, um, I have Amazon to, is better. No, no, <laughs> no. I mean, okay. Um, I have to she work cut that out. <laughs> I, I have to work on my, but, but I think being able to just know what are your go-to comforts and, trying to choose one that's a little healthier. And and if you do indulge in one that's like, ooh, something magic shows up to your house, you know, in one to five days, then um, you can always step back. Okay, did I really need this? And if you keep it, eh. and if you don't, <laughs> no problem. But um, but just being able to to give yourself grace to not, to not, because the, the worst thing, because I know people that will order the thing and then hide it and oh, like yeah, feel bad about it yeah, and then like and be shaming themselves. It's like, wait a minute, you did it. You made a choice. And you gotta pay for it. You, you're gonna pay for it. <laughs> Hello? And, and so there's, I don't think there's any reason to feel bad about now, it. Now, this is the other thing about that too. What I wanna say is sometimes putting it in the cart, put it in the cart and then yes. wait a few days. And the excitement of putting it in the cart. And I do, I do wish list. Oh, that's amazing. I and love, love doing wish list. Wish list is a great thing. If you have grandparents or whatever, there's somebody next to me that sends, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean, I didn't mean to just front her like so, that. But she, whoa, whoa. She sends, I'm in the house. I can talk as loud as I want to. I'm in my house. What the world? I'm not in your office. <laughs> anyway. Oh, I'm sorry. That was a moment. I'm that was the moment. Keeping all of it in the podcast. Authentic. <laughs> oh. Authentic conversations. I'm, you know, I need more. I need more grace. 
ahead. Anyway, so what I do, I do lists. She, this is, I'm serious. This is a great, this is a great tip to do a list and she sends it to us. She puts it out there and she tells us this is what he wants. These are the things that have been identified. And then as they magically disappear off this list that she created, we ain't going to tell you how many things are on the list, the price points on the list. I, I do there arrange. are some people that that see the list. We have to all be careful because if the one person sees the list, magically everything is off the list. I'm not going to talk about the person because I think it's a great thing. I mean, that That's they sweet. do that. They're so sweet to do that. However, what I'm saying is this, is sometimes give people a chance to help you. Is do the list. Remember, I talked about the allocation. So if they have, I'm sure most people have grandparents, you know, whatever. Do the list and send it to them, and let people let the kids do the list. So do Secret Santa. So I buy very few things for our son for 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 Christmas. But she don't need to because he has aunts and uncles and grandparents, and and so he has all of these other things. And season two, so this is our last episode of season one. Season two, we are going to have to dive into blended families. Oh, <gasps> yes. We are going to have to do that. Because for the holidays, we need yes. to touch it just a second. Can we touch blended families for just holiday? I mean, just for a minute. This is the deal. you got a blended family. You know the deal. The, be careful about, or be considerate. I mean, not say careful. Be considerate about all the things you may be doing for the people that are in your home and the people that may be outside of your home. So just be careful and thoughtful regarding that because it's about the a child or it's about uh, another fan. You know, it, it just be thoughtful and careful with that. And, and, re, and yeah, it's a, just a deep subject. We, and so next holiday season, we'll hopefully be able to dive deeper into it. We need to dive. I mean, like, what? And so, and, and we might do this conversation over on Clubhouse. Oh, so make yeah. sure Saturday. to follow us. No, not this not Saturday. Saturday. Oh, no. okay. Uh, make sure to follow us on, <laughs> on, on Clubhouse. Um, so I did want to say about the wish list. The the reason why I do it is because I will return gifts. Bef- I I will okay like I'm Dr. Barry and I I return gifts and <laughs> <Because> her mother <laughs> is a return uh, um, professional, so she got it well mm-hmm. because um, our son is a little picky. And now I will show it to him. I know he's 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 extremely picky. And so if he doesn't like it and like he likes what he likes. Wheels. So I'm going to I'm I'm going to return it. And when you But then but I it, it doesn't bother me if I give you something. I'm giving you a gift receipt because hey, if you don't like it, please return it. It does it does not hurt my feelings at all. And then the other thing though is um because you care about the person you want to give them the option to get you something that you really need. Excuse me. When we did the Secret Center last year, we ended up with people putting out special things that for self-care, which I thought was really cool. So give them the thing that they desire. The platinum rule is better than the golden rule. The golden rule 
is, I'm gonna say golden, you say platinum. Okay, so even though I have platinum glasses, but anyway, we're not gonna go like that. Anyway, so the golden rule is treat other people the way you desire to be treated. However, I've been taught that the platinum rule is treat other people the way that they want to be treated. And that's the key. That's the key to the holiday is to treat other people the way they desire to be treated. So if they invite you in and they have a big function and you want to go, okay. If that's, I mean, just know what you're doing, right? And then if you decide not to go, it's okay. If you have always had big functions and people saying, where's the big function? We want to all come to your house. And that's not where your comfort level is. Tell them, let them know because it's, it's important that you, your boundary during the season and all seasons is within whatever you desire. Because typically, um, not only do other people matter, remember that you matter, that you have a voice. That is so powerful because often people, especially people that are recovering people pleasers or, you know. Yeah. Often you will put everybody else first and do everything for everybody else. And then you are empty, literally negative, you know, in your bank account and really setting, setting boundaries. When you start to set boundaries, people aren't going to be happy. The people, healthy people are going to be okay with it because once again, I think I said this the other day, if, if somebody asks you something, one of the possible answers should be no. Because if I say, hey, are you doing this? One of the possible answers should be no. And if I'm upset by that, that is my job to work on my emotions about you not doing that. But you as a person have every right to set a boundary. And um, and so being able to, 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 to do that is so important. I am so happy that we are closing out season one. Um, it has been a pleasure. Uh, really, I thank TikTok and all of um, our followers over there. If you're not already following at Mama Johnny Lloyd, please check her out over on TikTok. We will still be on Clubhouse on on Sundays. I am recording my Saturday, Sunday. I see today I I forgot my my son's lunchbox. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> let's tell you. Let's... But, but but check this out. Check this out. Because she is a problem solver. That's the deal. Look at this whole holiday thing. If you're looking at it, and even if you think it's a problem, solve it for you at the level. So what she did is she went out. Now, she he may be introduced to a new snack that he's never had before that he may be in love with now because, you know, he didn't have lunch. So he may have this opportunity to excel and be like, this is the way I want the he's, sandwich from now on. He's he's never had crustables. And so, um, so we live 40 minutes away. And I was not going to drive 40 minutes home and 40 minutes back to because his lunch is is it's sitting on the kitchen counter most likely, or it's in his book bag directly by, by the door, but it's, it's, it didn't, it didn't make it to school. And so, um, I, I went, I went and I, I picked up what he needed and dropped it off. And he may be extremely <laughs> happy today. <laughs> you know what he said yesterday? He said, 
New food. He said, Gigi, that's me. He said, I need to do new food. <laughs> me and him having a deep conversation. I don't know who this child is. Anyway, he said, I need to do new foods. I said, do you like, and I started listing some things. Do you like that? He said, no. I mentioned one thing and he said, oh, no, not that. <laughs> but my point for saying that is this, is that when you create your space and you find out that you're in the middle of making a decision, cause the decision to be something you can live with. Cause the decision to be something you can live with. And, and, and then when people don't respect your decision as parents, cause see, I love this, this, this is, I love her, right? But in addition to that, I respect her. I don't always agree with her. Can I just say that? Can I look close and say that? I don't always agree with her, but I am not his parents. It's mm. her and her husband. That is that is a whole word. That's going to be a whole class. Grandparents, if y'all 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 need if, to be trained. Do we are, need to talk about training session? No, yet? we can't do it right oh, now. Okay, we right. need to wrap we, it up. That's right. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Across my legs. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I can just have coffee. So, what did you get from this season? How was it for you co-hosting wow. a whole podcast? Okay. 23 episodes. I, number one, I can't believe. <laughs> Let me, honestly, this was on my to-do list a year ago. I took it off my to-do list. I put, I mean, you know how you have something and you said, well, mm, that ain't happening. So I just put it to the side. I didn't delete it. I just put it to the side. So when she brought it up, I thought, oh my gosh, what a great opportunity. Number one. Number two is I get a chance to be to one of the most special people in my life. So how this whole podcast came to be was that I, I had been a guest on multiple other podcasts because of the platform on, on TikTok. Yeah. And I realized that it wasn't, it's not easy, but it wasn't as hard as I thought it would be. And so being able to just step back and there wasn't anyone that I could want to so bringing on guests is a whole bunch of work and i was like i don't i don't want it to be a bunch of work <laughs> now that's the whole truth and nothing but the truth that that is dna truth you hear me okay go ahead and so it's like we already so this is us these are the types of conversations i call her on my way home after work every every monday through friday and and we just and we just talk and so um, we're just pressing record and giving you all an opportunity to to listen in. Be an hour. And, um, and we really appreciate each and every one of you. Make sure to check us out on TikTok, Clubhouse, Instagram. Wisdom. Now on Wisdom. And that's a whole other conversation. Uh, but that is where we can kind of dig in a little deeper. And so um, make sure to check us out. And we hope you enjoy the holidays and the rest of your day.